GM, GM friends, Shaheen, Wuba and Luca P here from the DGen Aussie Apes, bringing you another weekly session on all things crypto and NFTs. Let's go. It's the money. GM Wuba. How are we, Shaheen? What's going on, man? Not much, man, not much. It's a bit, bit slow these last couple of weeks. It's Everyone? just a tough market, isn't Everyone's it? Everyone's very scared. Everyone's scared. scared, it's slow, it's boring. I mean, we just need the bulls to come back through. Mm. Everyone's yearning for the bulls. But, I mean, we're realists here and we've said it for a while on the DJ Aussie Apes. It's just the macro and all this stuff going on that's against us at the moment. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I don't remember the last time I even checked the floors on NFTs. Oh, no. <clears throat> it's only because you just asked me now that I bothered looking one up, but... Um Still money to be made. There's a lot of people cleaning up still. Well, you know, the fellow family members of the consortium key doing oh, yeah. quite well with the memes. Memes are still popping off, guys. It's just, you know, you've got to search deep to find those gems. But I haven't really been looking on the NFTs, but, you know, we know Art Gobblers a few weeks ago uh, was a free mint, hit all-time high of 25 ETH. So there is definitely gains if you know where you're looking for and you're in the right groups, I feel, but... You know, the sentiments are really bad and, you know, I think people feel quite burnt by crypto at the moment. It's uh, it's pretty understandable, especially with everything going on now. We've seen so many collapses coming off the back of FTX to the point where now we even have uh, Swift, Swifty FX in Brisbane. Swift FX, yeah, Swift laying FX. off a lot of uh, employees yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Uh, be careful with exchanges out, guys, out there, guys. Be careful with exchanges out there, guys. As you know, at the Dejan Aussie Apes, we are Dejan, we are decentralized. But this, all this stuff, it affects all of us. Uh, so it's really worrying. But, I mean, this is what we sort of wanted to talk about today was, you know, a lot of people are burnt by crypto. There is a negative sentiment. But we wanted to talk a bit about, you know, still some of the life-changing things that have happened in the crypto market that continues to happen. And I think the biggest thing is meme coins i mm. think there's no market out there that will give you eighty thousand percent on your money there's it's crazy because and you say eighty thousand percent and yeah you see them here and there but on the daily on the daily we're seeing coins in a two three hour window that are going up two to three thousand percent so every day there are I wouldn't call them small gains, but compared to 80,000, there are small gains every day and there are big gains coming once every two, three months quite easy. I mean, one that happened the other day was Fafo because of Elon Musk and he tweeted, fuck around and find out. Someone turned that into a meme coin that rocketed up and people made a killing off that. So there's still right time, right place, keeping your ear to the ground, staying on Twitter. And we've said it so many times. I know. Twitter is Twitter. a huge resource. Even if you just don't look at anything else and just sit on Twitter, you're bound to find some nuggets here or there. I mean, YDF is a really good token that was coming up. Again, not financial advice, but that's a good arbitration token. Um, Doge well, proof TV. of means. Yeah. We saw that. That was a 100x gem mm -hmm. right there. No, there's been some crazy stuff. Uh, and you said a bit of alpha right there yeah. was Elon. You know, Elon always tends to put out that sneaky <laughs> sneaky tweet. Some A meme always drops some works. I mean, it was uh, nothing is forever, that yeah. tweet. You know, nothing token did nothing. <laughs> so, you know, I felt that. Uh, but 
yeah, I have notifications turned on mm. for Elon, and I think everyone should. If you're playing in this market, I mean, Twitter is your best friend, but memes have the capacity to change your life. Mm. It's not an easy road. We understand that, but it's it's a road that can really create you from you know if you take for example Cheddar Token which dropped at a $10,000 market cap. And I think it was a week or two, it was sitting at a $2 billion market cap. Yeah, that one blew up. And then it started it's a whole run of Parmesan and all those. Parma and mozzarella yeah. and all these different cheese tokens. So for me, I mean, coming into this crypto market and coming into Web3 and for you yourself and Luca, our introduction were meme coins. Uh, we saw these insane gains and we saw that, yes, this is actually one way for the everyday person to change their lives. Yeah. They have the house to do whatever, but that sort of sparked the rabbit hole. And it was going down the rabbit hole that gave me a core belief in crypto and blockchain technology as a whole. I mean, we saw, for example, play to earn games. Yeah, play to earn games have made people millionaires. It's changed people's lives. I mean, the most notable being Axie Infinity, uh, where you had your three little axes for everyone listening, and you got paid in SLP, uh, which was their like I think it was Super Love Potion, something Love Potion. Oh, <laughs> what a name! Um, but playing this game, for example, for people living in Indonesia. They were earning four times what the daily or like wage was for the day. So let's say it was ten dollars US a day. They were making forty dollars US a day. Mm. I think the saddest thing about this, and what a lot of people don't understand coming into crypto, is if something's paying you out, well, money has to be coming in from somewhere. somewhere. Uh, it needs liquidity. If there's no liquidity, and we've seen it all the time, and a lot of people get per- got get burnt with play to earn games, is your rewards start high. You invest three, four, five thousand dollars. You're earning $50, $60 US a day. You do the maths and it's like, excellent. I'll pay off my investment in three months and then I'm going to be earning $60 passive a day. I'm going to quit my job. And you see the token value just drop dramatically because mm. they're, they're not getting new users or whatever's happening in the market. I mean, we've seen native tokens drop dramatically, but it still doesn't deter me away from that. Play to earn is a way of mass adoption and gives me belief in the blockchain when you can actually own your asset. Mm. And that was a huge thing where if Wuber played World of Warcraft and, you know, won a great sword, he doesn't own it. He will never own it. But having a wallet attached to that game, being on a blockchain, means he will own that token, he will own that knife, he can use it in the game, he can sell it on a secondary marketplace. I mean, all these little things sort of came together, which was like, yes, all right, we're being burnt on crypto, but we're, are we being burnt because of our own ignorance? Are we being burnt because, you know, we're FOMOing, we're greedy or having mm. all these emotions? Because the technology speaks for itself. Well, it's an interesting point you raise, and I think it's – this goes back to everything in life, right? The older you are or the older you've been in the game versus the newbies, the more you understand and see the ebbs and the flows and, and know that – the risks associated and every time there's there's always a rise and there's always a fall always in everything in life and then after the fall there'll be another rise so for us we came in we saw the rise we expected the fall we were ready we we knew we inherently knew the risks associated with what we were doing 
and we've seen it in other things in life, whether it be you know construction or businesses or real world things that we've applied to crypto. A lot of the people that were looking into crypto last year and a lot of people saw this huge run-up and that big FOMO, they hadn't really paid attention to it, say, through 2017, 2018, 2019. So depending what level you're at, a lot of people wouldn't have known crypto risks. They wouldn't have understood them. They wouldn't have understood the fundamentals of cryptocurrency, what it solves, what the blockchain means in terms of anything. I mean... You talk about play-to-earn gaming, right? What did that start? Well, play-to-earn gaming was before artists' rights to music or video production or anything like that. Remember, NFTs that are now associated with that came from somewhere. They came from play-to-earn. You know, Adidas coming out with the clothing and they did the special collab with um, Borepio Club and you got your tracksuit that matched and all that. All these things came from wearable online, what would you call them, wearable online apparel for your character and where did that first come from well you go back to when you used to play age of empires or god of war what could you do you could change what your character was wearing so all this stuff has started somewhere because of our background i think we accept it a bit easier and it's easier for us to understand what it can do and where it comes from but a lot of people now who are talking about especially this for oh you know i was right crypto's a scam all this stuff you're not right. You just don't understand fundamentally what crypto is about. To you, it really was just a pretty JPEG you were buying. But for us, we understand what that JPEG means, the innovation of it, and not necessarily that particular colorful picture, but what went into that process of making an NFT. So it's interesting for me to see some of these pieces that come out, these opinion pieces coming out about how crypto is bad and all this stuff just because it's in a downturn. Yeah, Okay, petrol cars were bad because it was in downturn. Um, industrial revolution was bad. All these things were bad once upon a time. It doesn't mean they actually are. It just means a lot of people don't understand it and don't know what it's about yet. Well, I think um, it speaks to history is, you know, whenever there's the new technology, a change in people think, a new science, whatever it is, there's always so much hostility towards that. There's so much rejection. People like, no, because there is that... I mean, I faded crypto for such a long time since I first heard about it, maybe 2016, 2017. I was remember being put into private uh, Facebook groups. I think we both know people that started mm. that. And I faded it. And that was a massive, massive mistake because I remember once I actually read the Bitcoin white paper and saw the problems that it solved, uh, I was like, wow, I know I would have believed in it. I know I would have stacked Bitcoin and life would have been very different. I didn't take the time out. And, you know, in 2022, there's no reason why you should not take the time out. I mean, we have Google, we have YouTube, we have all the resources in the palm of our hand, which we didn't have to that extent in, you know, the year 2000 or when Bitcoin first came out in 2008 or anything like that. We didn't really have to that level of what we can do now. So there's no excuse to sit and actually start researching because we went from not believing in crypto to I guarantee you everyone has that story of a friend or a friend of a friend who made a ridiculous amount on crypto. Everyone Mm. has it. And I remember when I first heard these sort of stories, it was like, oh, my friend made, you know, $10,000, $20,000, $100,000 in crypto. I'm like, there's no way. No markets are going to give you that. No anything. We'll just stop for a second do the research and you actually see and hopefully you'll be one of those people that get to taste the rewards like that. I mean, 
as I got deeper down the rabbit hole, you know, it wasn't being burnt by crypto. Yes, bags are down, but my fault for buying tops, my fault for not learning those sort of things. A lot of the stuff we did at the very start, right? You don't know. Or just you got you got a bit of liquidity there and you do, I'll buy this, I'll buy that, I'll take one of everything. It, but those are the paths you have to walk through mm. to really understand, right? And mm. I'm, I'm glad in a way we made those mistakes early on because – during this bear market, I know you and I sit and talk about this a lot, but we're very, very narrowed in on what we're looking to purchase when we're looking to sell. Our, our game plan is so ridiculously targeted now that we've effectively blocked out all the FUD and the white yeah, noise, noise around us. It's you just cleared everything out. But I think the big thing is like you look at modern events in society and what's happened and, and these are the things that really trigger for me about what crypto is about. So... A lot of you guys might remember the story went around the whole world where it was talking about Canada and they were writing about the mandatory COVID vaccine or the truck drivers, right? So the big thing about this was that the government over there was able to talk to a lot of the big banks in Canada and they were able to find out who the truck drivers were and freeze their assets as long as they were protesting, right? Because it's mm. a bank. It's a central organisation. Uh, can't do that with crypto, you cannot do that with crypto. So this is why it's so important. You cannot have your money frozen. And, and for all the people saying, oh, no, that will then never happen. Well, it did happen. And it happened to ordinary, everyday people. And you think, oh, well, it won't happen to all the big people. Look at Kanye recently. Had all his assets frozen for four days. Couldn't take mm. any money out when he did the whole debacle and everything he did. And I'm not going to get into all of that. Everyone think what they want to think about that. But the point is... It happened to someone worth a billion dollars where they froze everything and the guy couldn't take money out. So this is even more of a good argument for me for crypto. Yeah, and like we said, you know, we're DGENs guys, so just understand we're using DEXs, decentralized exchanges. They can still take your money and lock you out or an exchange can fall. We're seeing that with, you know, FTX. We've seen that with... Mm -hmm. Uh, there's another one at the moment, Gemini possibly, uh, all these different exchanges that lock your funds from withdrawing. Always, but always take off. When you've got it in even a hot wallet like MetaMask or you know a cold wallet like a Ledger, you will always retain your coins, not your keys, not your coins. So you yep. fully own that asset. And that's a huge difference from, you know, being in a Web 2 world to a Web 3 world. I mean, even down to if you have a business and you own your website, the general custodian of the website is the domain provider. Mm -hmm. That could be crazy domain. So if they got a court order and that said, hey, stop this website for whatever reason, well, then, then they would shut it off. Gone, then and there you've lost your website. It's, yeah. you know, until that's cleared. In Web 3, that stuff doesn't happen. But one of the most exciting things for me about web3 and we said it before was you know things like airdrops mm. i mean airdrops for certain people again life-changing things i remember one of the guys we follows uh follow when he got his airdrops for look rare looks rare so for everyone listening looks rare was a, another nft marketplace that opened to rival OpenSea, who have the market and they gave everyone an airdrop dependent on how much you spent on OpenSea. Uh, for example, spending about 21 ETH on OpenSea qualified for about $750 US as an airdrop. Uh, this person uh, had spent about 6,000 ETH and his airdrop was about 750,000 US. Mm. That was waking up on a Sunday morning. 
uh, we had ApeCoin airdrop. So if you held a mutant, there was about 30,000 US just when that coin dropped. If you owned or bought Ape, about $170,000 US. We had X2Y2 airdrops. There was an absolute season of airdrops. I mean, you I got think to the point where there were, you go on Twitter, and again, beauty of Twitter, you type in airdrops, and it would be a list of all the upcoming airdrops and how to qualify for them. It doesn't get any simpler to make money. It really doesn't. Someone's telling you, go here, do this, do this, and you get this much money given to you for free. Well, it was even uh, last week last where week. I saw you and you had yeah. told me that there was a airdrop for $300 US, uh, USDC for Uniswap, and I was eligible for that. So yeah. that was a day where I made a hundred, uh, 300 US. About just 420 for, bucks Australian. Yeah, just for participating in a network. And that's what Web3 is all about. It's about rewarding your participation in a network. Uh, there's so many different avenues on where this technology is life-changing. I feel that cryptocurrency technology is what's going to make the poor man rich. It's what's going to take you out of poverty and create a more even playing field for everyone out there. I mean, you're looking at the companies, for example, like OpenSea or like the Board API Club, who have created companies within 12 months that are worth billions of dollars. And that's the opportunity in Web3. If you have the view and you provide the utility and the value and the view of that, I will take this company for the next 10 years, I'm going to push it hard, you can create billions and billions of dollars. It's looking for what are the problems now and how can I solve that problems. Mm. But people get so caught up in the FUD. And this is why, like today, guys, we're talking about like, Yes, you may have been burned by crypto, but don't let that be a reason to push you out of the market. I mean, NFTs, NFTs, like already we've mentioned meme coins, we've mentioned airdrops, we've mentioned play to earn, but NFTs alone, the Board API Club, the CyberKongs, uh, NFTs made people infinitely rich. Mm. Uh, there is no club like the Board API Club. And it was different. I was accepted into an exclusive community. I have been rewarded immensely. Like I'd never in my life purchased an asset that within three months of owning that asset gave me basically that whole value back mm. in ApeCoin. Never. Unheard of. And you got other side as well. Well, games. the other side, Land Drop uh, for their metaverse. Uh, we also – oh, there was so much um, – so much, and it actually has been announced that coming in December, it looks like it will be the trial of Jimmy the Monkey, which is a key part of the roadmap. So a lot more to come from the Board API Club. In regards to the FUD and the floor price, I mean, yes, people can say, you know, the Board API Club is down. So is everything. Mm. We know that in times of war, money flows back into secure places, right? We know when inflation is at the percentages that it's at and milk is costing you $8, that money is not going to be spent in the most volatile markets. What is the most volatile market? Cryptocurrency, mm. NFTs. What is important right now is who's building. Which companies are out there building in these markets that are actually providing value for that. When that next bull run comes, you capitalise because... We've said it here before, if you love your club, you're a board ape, you're a cyber Kong, whatever you are, even if you sell the tops, you can buy the lows and buy back in. You can always be a part of that club. Owning one ape coin makes you 
a member, in a sense, in the Board APL Club. Mm. You have a right to vote in the DAO. And that was another thing that NFTs and crypto has brought DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations, where your vote actually matter. And I know for both myself, yourself, and Luca P, that is a huge core thing to being a human being. That is a huge right to that, you know, your voice actually stands for something in a world full of corruption. Mm. So DAOs was a huge thing. I mean... I think one of the big things as well is is a lot of people who step into crypto, uh, myself included, you, you need to understand basics of how markets work and not just crypto. You're talking about you need to understand the whole world and a lot of people think crypto is its own market. Yes, it's held up a lot better than traditional markets, and it's outperformed a lot of traditional markets, but you still need to understand bonds. You still need to understand yields. You still need to understand the effect of war on markets. You still need to understand, um, you know, your futures, your gold, your silver, your uh, aluminum, your copper, all those sorts of things. Even things like um, GDP, so gross domestic production, you're talking about all your crop productions, all your farming productions, your basic economies still apply with crypto because the money coming into crypto is still money. And it still needs to come from other economies. And a lot of people stepped into crypto not understanding that, yes, it, it does run separate to traditional markets, but they still run together to a degree. So a lot of people didn't bother to look into this. Um, as time goes on, I spend a lot more time looking at traditional markets and what's going on in currencies and worldviews and all these things that are happening that may or may not influence uh, crypto. Classic example is right now, every month during this bear market, we've been looking at CPI forecasts and what's going to come out. And you're looking at American markets and you're looking at American politicians and seeing what they're going to say. And the big word running around all the world right now is inflation. Inflation, and you've got interest, all these things. These are things that affect traditional markets and they affect crypto markets. So if you understand all this, there's lots of plays to be made. Now, for example, if CPI comes out and it's a shit number and it's higher than expected, well, do you know what you do? You short the market. If it comes out and it's slightly lower than expected, it might still be an increase, but it's lower than what the market was banking on, you go long. And it's pretty simple once you understand all these fundamentals and put them into play. So as I've always said time and time again, invest in good strategies to learn. Invest in yourself. No one's going to give you this sort of stuff. And I think with crypto there was this, you know, rose glasses that everyone was looking through. I'll put my money in and I'll make millions and that'll be it. Yeah, okay, that was like that. Granted, it was like that, but that was for a period of, you know, the better part of six to eight months. People will say two, three years. No, it was six to eight months where you could put your money into any one of the top 20 coins and you would make your money. Yeah, all right. Now what are you going to do for the next two years of this bear where you didn't learn anything you didn't sell at the tops and you lost everything. Are you going to sit back and say, oh, well, no, crypto is bad? No. The fundamentals that you didn't learn is what's causing that problem for you. It's like anything in life. So <clears throat> at the moment, looking at FTX and the collapse, for example, and looking at all the exchanges that have fallen over, what you guys need to understand is basic economies, if you learned some fundamentals, you would know that the reason that FTX is having this huge ripple effect is because they leveraged and they borrowed from other exchanges they used their own money they used people's money that people have put in and that's why it got locked out and that's why 
the loans that they had with other exchanges that they borrowed from. Those other exchanges would then take what they thought was bankable tokens and money and they would go and invest in other things. So it's a flow-on effect because it's not just FTX had one loan with one exchange. They would have had a whole bunch of them. And as one falls, another one falls and another one falls and they might not completely disappear, but you can guarantee they're getting rid of at least 30 to 50% of their staff. And so you look for what that means. To me, that means, okay, how much Bitcoin is going to get dumped on the market? We saw ETH, right? FTX got hacked and the guy was dropping all the ETH and he crashed ETH for the space of two, three hours. If you knew that was coming and you knew what to look for, you would be trying to buy a bit of that and then once you start to see it turn around, you go long. Or you know he's dumping and if you were smart, like Shane spends a lot of time on ETH to scan, you go back, you track the wallet, you see how much ETH he's dumping at a time, work out he might be dumping for the next 20 minutes, half hour it's a risky play but you short it for while he's dumping there are all these things that you could be doing if you took some time to learn so a lot of people who are sitting there now saying no crypto is bad i pulled out all those sorts of things it's not just invest a bit of time it's not much Mm. 20 minutes a day 10 minutes a day i mean pull out your phone while you're trucking a shit and read some articles it's not hard well i think that's really important what you touched on you know is that research you know Mm. defining your investment strategy day trading, memes, NFTs, layer ones, whatever it is, play to earn. But during a bear market, taking that time to research. Don't give up hope. Sit there, research, learn about, like you said, shorting, longing, whatever you want to do. I mean, I think it's uh, important for us, Wuber, to actually give our listeners some tips on how they can help manage that risk in crypto. I think The most important one is people need to understand that the cryptocurrency market and the NFT markets are markets really based on speculation and emotion. Uh, Someone is always going to be someone's exit liquidity. So don't FOMO. FOMO is simply the fear of missing out. Don't sit and think that, well, the coin's rocketing, I'm going to buy it in now uh, and buy that stack because you could be buying the top. Sometimes it's really wise just to take, you know, five minutes, 15 minutes, watch the charts, start looking at holders, learn to control that emotion. I mean, I understand that to truly control it, you need to lose. I mean, what's your entry price? And we always say, guys, you know, when you're coming into crypto, uh, you know, especially if you're not taking the time to learn, only spend what you can afford to lose. Don't go selling houses. Don't be silly. Or Um, even paper trade. You, you've been in this for how long? And the other day you were saying to me, I've come up with this new theory. I'm going to paper trade for a week and see if it works. Mm. It's basic. Just go back to that fundamental. And that's, you've been trading for a long time. And mm. for you to say that, it just shows the fundamentals always work. Because if you control that FOMO, mm. you can then build a strong strategy. You can have a strong foundation. Uh, first one, thing you taught me was emotion yeah it's Very it's the hardest thing well especially thing. because we'd never experienced emotion in the way that we experienced emotion with nfts mm. the fact that there was this exclusive club that you can get through oh. in discord the fact that there was our native token you know the, for the example highs, the, the highs, highs like, and then the lows far out complete some big lows <laughs> like you know you had cyber kongs paying a hundred dollars per banana token you rode emotion that you never felt before. Uh, I remember at one stage during the bull run, I was making passive. I think it was about $700 US a day. That was just passive. Mm. And it's like, hold on a second. 
that's nearly say 900 $950 Australian, why do I need to go to work? If this just keeps going forever. And that was the mentality. It was just, it became monopoly money. Mm. Um, controlling those emotions, whether it's fear of missing out, whether it's greed, knowing when to take your money, cut and run, sell the tops. It all comes back to emotions, FOMO, and that is our biggest tip that we can give anyone is learn to control those emotions. Have a bit of zen about yourself. But once you control those emotions, it's then super important to start to understand tokenomics and market caps. Now, I feel uh, we're going to be doing a couple of deep dives coming out into 2023. DJ Aussie Apes in its little shake-up and our roadmap for 2023 is coming into these deep dives. And tokenomics will be the first thing that we actually deep dive into a three-part series uh, explaining tokenomics and why they are so important. You know, what if we have unlimited supply? I mean, before we had meme coins, it was absurd to say to anyone in crypto, hey, let's buy into this token that has just an unlimited supply. It's got, you know, hundreds of quadrillions of thousands of tokens, but it's worth 0. 0.000. That, that was crazy. Mm. But things changed. We had things like Doge, we had things like Shiba, we had these token drops with ridiculous tokenomics, but we added the celebrity factor behind it, like Elon and all this type of stuff that actually found that, hey, you can get rich off this stuff. So the market's evolving. So understanding tokenomics, understanding market cap, you know, it's, I remember, and you probably can testify to that too, and it was during when the last bull run when people were like, man, ship to a dollar. Ship to oh, a dollar, was man. stupidity. And, and then you try to, to explain, explain it, it, to it to them. And they still couldn't understand, hang mm. on, for it to go to a dollar, your market cap needs to go up however many multiples. But what's a market cap? And you're sitting there telling me that ship's going to go to a dollar and you don't know what a market cap is. Like, please, people. Basic. No, you need to take your time <laughs> out, understand tokenomics. So we will be deep diving heavily into all this type of stuff. I'm going to say it again, don't be greedy if, you know, always remember, and I've tried to explain this to a lot of people, especially in meme coins. Let's just say, for example, a meme coin drops and you've gotten in on day two, there's ridiculous amounts of volume and you say, hey, I put 0.1 ETH and I'm now at 2 ETH. Yeah. Someone else is at 100 or 200. And they're getting ready they're, to dump. That's exactly <laughs> right. They're getting ready to get out. And you start getting greedy because you can't control, which is the number one tip. You can't control those emotions. You start to get greedy. You say, well, you know what? This is going to get to 100 ETH. And we see the charts dump and you become exit liquidity. Do not be greedy. Another thing that's super important, uh, especially when you're meme trading, and we talk a lot about memes because we're, we're DGENs and stuff like that, uh, knowing your development team. Mm. One thing that's really handy about the consortium key, not financial advice, do your own research, is the fact that it tells me, it checks the previous wallets and tells me if those wallets and those devs have done other contracts. Yeah, so now, if they've done other rug pulls or if they Whatever it is, exactly right. We know devs get lazy, they're not changing up wallets, so you can see you know, what previous coins they've launched. I remember looking at one Telegram bot and there was a contract that had done a thousand contracts which 150 of them were scams so he's made on 100 uh, money on 150 different contracts so checking out the dev team jumping on telegram talking to the dev asking them questions 
starting to see the bigger names on Twitter. That's why Twitter is important, you know, that you follow your meme coin gods or whoever in the chat asking questions. This is what we call bullish factors when it comes to meme coins. So check out that dev. Um, I think one, one really good distinction with meme coins is that for me, fundamentally, I believe there are two types of meme coins. They're straight DJ and ship plays in and out in 20 minutes and that's it. And then you have certain coins where, as Sheen's saying, they have a good dev team, um, really good product behind them. These are the ones that actually, they don't turn into full legitimate coins, but they become a bit more than a meme. And these are the ones that tend to last for three, four weeks, maybe sometimes two, three months. And then they end up being a coin that's actually there for quite a while, like uh, Hex. Hex is always trending on Dextools, always, okay? But then you have other ones where it's not even 20 minutes and if you're in there any longer than that, you're gone. You've got one-tenth of what you put in. So really important when you're looking at meme coin, guys, understand which category you're falling into and then adjust your plays accordingly. There is no one-size-fits-all for crypto. That's probably the biggest learning curve Mm. of this is that your one theory does not apply to everything. Your fundamentals and your understanding do, but it leads you to a, a different outcome or a different modality of how to deal with that particular coin in that scenario. Yeah, 100%. Um, you come in here, you think you understand everything and it becomes pretty quick. You don't know nothing. Mm. This is new. It's new to all of us. The emotions, we keep saying it. It's something to really understand. But thank God we have things like YouTube. Mm. and i think when it comes to learning in web3 and crypto uh, youtube is a great place to start be super careful of influencers never sit i mean to me when someone's like you know this coin's going to be the next 100x gem um i question everything because you know why would you give yourself more competition it makes more sense that i'm critical of you and maybe think that you've already bought this coin and you're pumping your own bags i can look for your wallet and I can see, have you done this before? And start to filter out uh, on YouTube, who's the people that I'm following, who not. But when it comes to like the basics of learning, I mean, RMIT have done great courses with Gary Gensler. Uh, you can start with all these things just to build that knowledge. I used to get asked at the start and it wasn't quite an annoying question. And it was, how did you learn? What did you do? And I remember being that person that sat in conversations and people were talking and using crypto slang. I understood nothing. I was taking notes on my phone. I was going home and researching, you know, you know what's you know FOMO and what's all these terms. <laughs> but because I stuck with it, I started to learn more and more and more. Um, so attending the school of YouTube and, you know, I was just going to Google and was like, I'll just say to him, I'm like, well, I just typed in what is cryptocurrency? What is blockchain technology? That then led to a Bitcoin white paper that then led to, you know, what is a consensus algorithm, proof of work, proof of stake, all these different types of things was mm-hmm. coming down to we are in 2022. You can get so much free knowledge just at the palm of your hand. Get onto YouTube, start researching And the last bit of how to manage your risk in crypto, and we've said it at the start of this podcast, is crypto Twitter. Having your Twitter account, you will see, for example, Facebook, every single crypto NFT is pretty much a scam. I remember someone saying to me, uh, they were like, oh, you know, I'm looking at investing in the Discord token. And I had to explain to them because I'd seen it on (laughs) Facebook. And I'm like, there's no Discord token. 
They said, no, 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 it's on Facebook. Oh, well, that's your biggest problem right there. The first thing you do, guys, go onto Twitter, go onto their official verified accounts, check what they're saying, get on their Discord and go ask into them. their official links, ask them, join the Discord. This is the best way to avoid getting scammed. There's one thing getting lucky and minting a board ape. There's another thing of being stupid and losing that board ape for just clicking a bad link that just strains your wallet. Be super, super careful out there, guys. But if you're feeling a bit burnt by crypto, I hope this episode gave you a bit of time just to reflect and think that it's not as bad as it seems to be. You will make money again. Just stick to this market, keep working hard, and you'll make it. Go, go back to your basics and invest, invest, invest. Always go back to your basics and invest. Find a good course, find a mentor, find someone to follow Listen to podcasts. I mean, there are some great podcasts out there. Just the other day, even with all the stuff that we go through and we look at, I found one, sent it to Shaheen. Uh, really good. Rao Paul was great. Talked about all the general markets and what to look for and when we think normal markets will bounce back, which will allow more money to flow into crypto markets. So there's an abundance of things that you can go out there and learn. So there you have it, guys. A few big takeaways from this one. I got a lot out of this one. It's always fun having a chat with Shaheen on the mics. You've been listening to the DJ and Aussie Apes. Shaheen, Wuba here. As always, stay safe out in crypto land, guys and girls.